and good afternoon on this Friday, December 10th. Oh no, December 11th. Oh, I didn't put my number up on my calendar. December 11th, 2020. Well, can you believe it's already the 11th of December? Well, December is flying by. It really is. Well, maybe that's because I'm so busy. All right, so if you missed the Sassy Show yesterday, um, which is actually right now, it is up on my YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to catch the replay, or you can, you can follow me on Facebook, and um, you can get me there. Um, what was I going to say now? <laughs> so anyway, so I had my giveaway this morning. My video is up on Instagram if you want to participate, or Facebook. It is name me your favorite holiday tradition. You just comment below in the in the video and you comment below on the Facebook post and you are entered and you can comment you can comment as many as you want. But you know, we really only have maybe a couple favorite traditions. So you can't name like every single one of them. Maybe like two or three. Yeah, just that by me. So anyway, um what was I gonna talk about? Oh TikTok. Let me talk about that first. So this girl or woman, I have no I don't know what she is. <laughs> is she a girl? Should I call her a girl or should I call her a woman? Maybe I'll call her a lady. So this lovely lady on TikTok posted this shit about encouraging young girls to go out and have as much sex as they want. Basically, that was what the post was. Um and you know, being that I write about relationships and I write about dating and I wrote about this subject itself in my other book, Hello Love, Where's Cupid, the second edition, which is for the giveaway, by the way, you can win it, signed copy. Um, you know, I wrote about it in here. There's something that she was kind of forgetting when she mentioned that. And she did like this little dance because that's all they pe these dumb people do on TikTok or dance. First of all, some of you who are dancing have no rhythm. <laughs> no rhythm. All right, anyway. So I gotta find the part of my book here. Oh, oh dating abuse. Okay, we're there. We're in that chapter. Um, I think it's the next chapter. It was probably chapter 13. Let us go look. Yes, let's talk about sex, chapter 13. Um, Cause you know, sex sells. And I kind of mentioned to her, about STDs, you know, oh yeah, cause the generation today doesn't know, doesn't think that STDs exist anymore, you know, it's all over. Um, I don't know if I talked about it in this chapter or did I talk about it in the other chapter about STDs? I talked about rape and I talked about domestic abuse and I talked about dating abuse. Um, but there's one, yeah, I don't know. There's one or a couple of things that I talked about there um, about STDs because it really wasn't a topic of discussion when dating sites first came out and dating apps first happened. It was it was about hooking up, which is in that chapter. Okay, that's the chapter six, which is breaking the dating breaking the online dating code. Um. Uh, <laughs> It has to be in here. Oh, I and this in this book I give you all the different um the worst ones, the worst dating sites. Um anyway, 
you can all. Online dating is not about the single guy or, or gal finding love. Online dating is all about making the sale and making money. That's for the site. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Um, so that's basically that part. But I did have, um, oh, you know, traditional dating allows you to learn about your partner slowly over time, preserving an element of mystery and making future discoveries more meaningful. You don't have to physically meet the individual until you're completely comfortable and secure in your interactions, which can go on for months or years with online dating. With traditional dating, it doesn't happen that way. You already know what the person looks like, so there's no way of them catfishing you online with a fake picture. You already can, and you also do what, what most what you mostly cannot do in online dating is use your intuition and your gut instinct to know, is this person right for me? Is there something wrong with this person? Should I be running away from this person? Or am I attracted to this person? Because people can get won over by words. I can tell you the best things about me and I can tell you the best things about you and I can, I can woo you that way with words. And I can tell you some guys are really good at doing that. And then, of course, the scammers and all that. Um, researchers estimate that 25% of rapists found people to assault through online dating services, and being scammed in person is less likely than online. Online dating is great if you want a casual fling, but not for anything longer lasting because so many dishonest people are seeking cheap thrills, which you will see in the new book, Relationship Impossible. Oh, oh my God, the things that I'm writing, it kind of scares me. Traditional dating is simple. It's going out to a social event and meeting people, like a bar, community gathering, library, coffee shop, sporting event. While you are out, and then I, well, I'll tell you, well, you can get the book and get it yourself. Oh, any sites that claim to be able to match you to your perfect mate if you fill out a 60 questions is a hoax. There is no scientific evidence. So don't believe eHarmony. Don't believe all these sites uh, that back up these algorithms. If they claim that their scientific algorithm works, why do you need to spend nine to 12 months to find someone who should, you should totally click with right away? Think about that. They want you to be on these sites for long periods of time. Why? Because they make money. Even if you don't spend money and you're on one of those free ones, they're still making money. But they need you to be on the site to make the money because they need you to click the link. Um, oh, well, here's one. This is one. By September 2014, Tinder scams made up about 31% of the total phone scams being tracked, making it the 14th most popular phone scam of the month. Tinder is plagued by fake accounts, luring unsuspected users into pricey phishing schemes. And a ruse is easy to fall for because it plays into our desire for easy flirtation. As stated earlier in this chapter, it's not, it's just not Tinder that scams artists are used, but it's becoming one of the main mobile apps that scammers are using. Bum, 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 bum. Researcher uh, relationships that start online, which on online dating sites, remember, Online dating, that's what we're talking about, the sites. Don't last as long as the relationships that start offline. Research from Stanford and Michigan 
found that breakups between unmarried and married people happen more with couples who met online rather than couples who met offline. But that doesn't include social media. See, there's a difference. Because with social media, you are literally getting to know somebody a little bit in a little different way than online dating. And I go in that, I go into that story and how um, in my book. But offline is the best way. I mean, you can actually meet somebody on social media. I'll just put this way. You can meet somebody on social media, um, you know, exchange phone numbers, have a few DMs, talk in public on public timeline. So you're commenting and everybody's watching you comment and see what you're talking about. Not just private chat because private chat's fine, but you'll really know if that person's legit, if that person's not afraid to have a conversation with you one-on-one -on -one in public on social media. Anyway, um, and then meet offline and then your relationship then develops slowly, but offline. Yeah, it's a whole different story, but I will go into that in my other book. Um, do, 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 do. Uh -huh. <laughs> I have to look for it, I have to find it, but I will, it's in here somewhere. But I can tell you that um, STDs are up now because of Tinder and other dating apps. 75%, that was the, the number that I got from last year. 2019. So we'll see what the number is. This year it's probably going to be a lot lower because we had COVID and not that many people actually met in person um, from March till now. So the number is going to be skewed, but it happens. So this woman, anyway, so I, I got off track. So this girl, lady, whatever you want me to call her, posted this stuff. And then I commented about the STDs. And then of course I get a text. And then first of all, she tells me that I have to fix my grammar. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Please, honey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and second of all, I told her, well, I wrote a book. It's a best-selling book on this subject. And I'm writing another book. So I kind of know what I'm talking about, you know, honey, sweetie. Now, bye. <laughs> bye, Felicia. See you later. I know what I'm talking about. You have, you're just, and you're encouraging girls to have sex. And that mostly, almost all the time right now, they're having unprotected sex. The pill does not help with this problem. It just helps them not to get pregnant. It doesn't help them to fight AIDS and other STDs. And I'll just mention this. If Sam Darnold can get mono from a girl he met, imagine what other stuff you can get. If you can get mono from a girl, Imagine what girls and guys can get when you're not being, you're not having protected sex. Now, not everybody is going to have an STD. But that's why you shouldn't be having sex on the first or second or third date. When you meet from an online dating app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm right. And you should also, here's the thing, ready? I'm going to give it to you. On the, about the second date, you should really ask him, if you're a girl, and vice versa, the guy should ask the girl, how many partners they'd had. Just, you know, just say, you know, I just, I'm just curious, like how many partners have you had? If they take a, a defensive approach to that, like, oh my God, how dare you ask me that? Well, only then this is the second date. 
then you know that that's all they're in for is to have sex with you. If they, if you just, if you can say it as having a conversation with somebody, right? So you're having a conversation and you're just like, I'm just curious, like, you know, since we met on Tinder, or we met on Match, or we met on whatever, freaking OkCupid, okay whatever we met on, Zook, whatever they, or however they pronounce that one, Zuck, whatever. Um, I'm just curious to know how many partners have you had? You know, just it's a conversation and, and, and you can go, I'll start, I'll tell you how many I've had. And then you can talk about other things. Does this count? Because a lot of times people don't count, you know, um, you know, the blowjobs type stuff as having sexual relations. We all know Bill Clinton, I do not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. She gave you head, you had sex. That's what it is. Oral sex is sex, honey. Just the word oral is in front of the word. Um, you know, uh, that's sexual relations. So you can count that into the number, but you can count that in a different number. You can say, well, all right, so how many guys have I done this with? Okay, but how many guys have I really gone all the way with? Very slim number, you can tell them. And then you can go into the conversation. But I'm telling you, vice versa. If somebody gets defensive with that question, then you know that they, all they wanted was a hookup and that's all they're waiting for. And as soon as you give it to them, they're gone. And it's good to know their sexual history because then you'll know if you should get tested for STDs. I'm gonna say this. If the number is more than five, they have a major problem, number one then that would be cause for concern because if they're like, oh yeah, I slept with eight girls. Uh, you slept with what, how many? Eight? Okay. Then you know that that's all he's caring about. That's all he wants is the number. Because some guys count numbers, okay? Like, let's be real. And some girls count numbers too. They do. They're out there. Unfortunately. You know, the, the sluts are out there and the pimps are out there. That's what they are. And that's what they care about. That's why, to me, online dating is not online dating. It's online hookups. I mean, I can read you one of my favorite ones that I recently saw. Now, there are so many dating sites. Um, it, you know, there's so many sites, so I've posted one of these, um, profiles that I saw. This is also a red flag to never, you never want to date anybody. Um, you never want to date anybody that does this. They're getting divorced. Stay away from them. As you will find in my relationship impossible book, I will tell you a story of that and why, but Hold on, I will find you. I have to find it first. Dun, dun. Mm -hmm. dun, 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 dun. Just hold on, here we go, we're gonna get there. Here it is, okay. So this is from one of the dating apps. I took this profile off. He, was, he said, well, I'm just, well, I'll just be plain spoken. I'm sick of being hurt, plain and simple. I'm going through a divorce, so I'm not here looking for love. 
then why the hell are you on an online dating app? Online dating app equal love. Actually, that's not equal love, but I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Love dating app. Hello? It gets better. I've been hurt too much, too many times by too many women. I won't be a living ATM or a sex toy or a trophy boyfriend anymore. Okay, thank you for sharing that. I am not sure what exactly I'm looking for. Then why are you here? Why are you telling people something so personal on a dating app? Oh, gets better. I do know that I'm done being hurt again. I guess for now, I'm just looking for friends. This ain't a friend app, honey. You won't look for friends. Go on social media. Not a casual hookup or dates or anything like that. I just want to start as friends. Then go out in the world and meet people. That's what you do. That's how you start out as friends. Half the time, well, more than half the time, people don't start out as friends at online dating apps. But I do want to talk to start moving on. Get a therapist. And I'm a fun guy to chat with, so don't be a stranger. Are you fucking kidding me? You're a fun guy to chat with? You made me depressed reading that shit. And that's the kind of stuff you see on dating apps and profiles. People, oh my God, that's not how you write a profile. Now, I take it, I will say this, I give it to him a kudos, you're being honest. Maybe. Or maybe is he trying to get sympathy? Some guys, like I said, they know exactly what to say. And some girl's going to go... Oh my God, that, that, oh my God, my heart, that, my heart hurts reading that. Oh my God, you poor guy. Oh my God, I feel so sorry for you. No, I'm telling you, that's how some guys think. You gotta be smarter than that. Oh my God. So this all, yeah. So I got attacked on TikTok for telling people, don't go out and have random sex with people. There are such things as STDs. And then this other fucking bitch who I wanted to actually tell her, thanks for making me famous, bitch, but I didn't. We just reported her for trying to bully me on TikTok because I don't stand for fucking bullying. And if you want to know why, you can read the other book, Victim No More, that I wrote. And you all know why I don't stand for bullying. Um, but I just reported her because then she decided she was going to take my comments and make it into a little video for her pleasure. Oh, how sweet. Like, I love that kind of stuff, though, I will tell you, because that means I hit a nerve. Just like my article I wrote on the Jets fan. Oh, it hit a nerve with some guy. Oh. I know some of you guys are sexist pigs, and you don't like women talking football because uh, we don't know anything about the sport. Oh my god, we don't. We, oh, it's also stupid. Well, no, we're not stupid. Some of us actually know football a little bit better than you. We just play it off like we don't. Um, anyway, hold on, I have a, a text from a client. Just have to give him my thumbs up. All right, anyway, so, you know, he got mad at me for pointing it out like it is and called me names. 
because then I told him that I believe in Sam Darnold and he called me stupid for believing in him. You're stupid for believing in him. Then you haven't watched every single game. Really? Oh, because I laid it out for you, plain and simple. Um, laid it out for you, honey. Plain and plain and simple. So I'm gonna tell you, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, I think I got rid of it. Oh, here it is. You know, uh-huh, my previous one. I was like, you know, I'm not knocking the true diehard fan. He goes, oh, knock us, you know. No, I said, honey, I'm not knocking those who are, aren't, who aren't rooting for them to win. I'm, oh, I'm knocking those who aren't rooting for them to win in hopes that the team gets the number one pick. It's embarrassing. P.S. I'm a Jets fan who want the team to win. I don't want the team to lose. Last week was heartbreak. I you can only imagine how heartbroken those players were. All right. I believe in Sam, and the way you win is by building a team around a core of players, not hoping for a quarterback that might be your magical unicorn, which is what I call Terrell, uh, Trevor Lawrence now. He's a magical unicorn, folks. He's going to come in on his flying rainbow. Um... P.S. You'll look foolish when Sam is successful with the Patriots or Steelers, but at least you got the number one pick. Well, that comment really hurt his feelings because then he called me stupid. He goes, I understand all of that. Oh, but you're not looking at it as a business standpoint? Oh, yes. Another rookie contract for four years? No. Okay. I understand all that. He's rooting for them to win. Well, then good. Then root for them to win. Well, root for them to win, but understand, it takes time to develop the players. God, give me strength. Give me strength. Lord have mercy. That's all I have to say. Sam, honey, you're a franchise quarterback. You are going to be a franchise quarterback. I know you're going to be a franchise quarterback. I have faith in him. Do you not? What the hell are people looking at when they're watching him play? They only look at the negative. They don't look at anything positive he does. They only point out the negative because that's how Adam Gaze coaches. He's not highlighting his strengths. He's showcasing his weakness. He's not correcting any mistakes he makes either. So then therefore he'll keep making the same mistake. That's why he needs a new coach. Hello? Lord have mercy. So this is the whole thing. See, so then I get called stupid. Don't call me stupid. Don't call me other names. You don't agree with what I'm saying? Fine. That's how we have conversation. But don't insult my intelligence. Because I'll make you look even even stupider than you look. And on that note, I think I will be finished with this podcast. <laughs> and I have to go answer this dweeb. Oh, oh, I'm also a Jets fan who's rooting for them to win. Oh, Oh, so now we change state because now I, I, I hit it. I understand all that, but you aren't looking at it as a business standpoint. No, I'm looking at it as a business standpoint. You also have to look at it from a team perspective, which is a business standpoint. Do you want to win now in two years time? Or do you want to start all over again because you have to pay Sam? I mean, to me, that's asinine. Oh, sorry. We can't keep a, a quarterback that could be a franchise quarterback because we have to pay you. 
So we hope that you succeed somewhere else. So we're going to start fresh with a new quarterback in hopes that he turns out to be what you are. <laughs> That's what they're basically saying. Oh my God, hello. I can't. I can't even. Can't even. But I have to go read, you know, um, but you aren't um, a four-year another rookie contract for four years and getting a second or third for Sam and starting fresh with as much draft capital. Yes, but then you're st starting fresh. That's all the Jets do. Sweet. See, now I'm going to start fresh. That's all the Jets do. If you read my article, you would have seen that I said that. If you read my post. Oh, this is my life, people. At least he's not that bad, but he called me stupid. So he, he probably took back that after he saw I put that in the story. Don't be sexist. It won't look good on you. And on that note, so baking cookies for Christmas. We'll switch gears. We'll talk Christmas. Baking cookies for Christmas. So I baked a few batches. So my nephew's coming over tomorrow and we're going to do our favorite thing, which is decorate the cookies and eat some icing and get to have some hot cocoa with a candy cane because he just is dying for that. Um, we got to see if we caught the elf part, part two. And, um, and then he'll, we're also going to make special cookies just for him. Christmas star cookies. That's what we're going to do. He gets to stir everything in, and we get to touch the dough, and then roll it out, and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, play we'll play video games and stuff like that. Yes, I'm a cool auntie. And uh, that's about it. So, enjoy your weekend, and we will talk next week. Have a great weekend, and please stay safe. <laughs>